Welcome to Leadership Behind the Scenes with me, Nomi Natan, Executive Coach and Leadership Consultant. In this podcast, we champion human-friendly leadership because you're human first and leader second. We share tips and insights on how you can increase your impact and influence so you can be the leader you've always dreamt of being and feel proud when you look in the mirror. Hello and welcome to another episode of Leadership Behind the Scenes. Today we are talking about a success myth. That is, if you want to get to the top, you should be like those at the top. And I'm not saying you're thinking that, but I'm pretty sure that in your career, you have been told, well, to get to the next level, to be a leader of this organization, to get to sea level, to get to wherever it is you want to go. You have to become like Peter. You have to become like Susan. You have to be like this person, more like this, like that. And I'm here to tell you that that can get you in huge trouble. So of course, there are things we can get inspired about from other people. And I'm not saying there's nothing to learn. But when you're thinking that you have to become like them, you're in trouble. So, you want to know what to do instead? Let's talk about the four reasons why you've got to be you. And if this in general is something that you're curious about and you're really feeling the call to step up, lead and do more, but you're also worried that you would have to become someone with less integrity, more ruthlessness, that you'd have to become a person you wouldn't be proud to see in the mirror, then I would love you to go to nominatan.com forward slash role model, one word, role model, and sign up there because I am creating something that hopefully will really speak to, speak to you. Now, let's talk about the four ways that you can be really you and why it's so important that you don't just copy those at the top. So, let's take a breath and dive in. I very often get contacted by leaders who have been given some feedback that if they want to go to level, the next level, if they want to improve from where they're at and have a bigger team, more responsibility, whatever it is, there's something they have to change and develop. That makes sense, doesn't it? You know, you have to grow, to develop, to go to the next level. Makes sense. But here's how it sounds sometimes. So let me tell you about a guy, let's call him Silver. This is obviously not the true details, but Silver called me and said, well, I want to become partner in my firm. And I have been told that to become partner, I need to improve my communication skills. I am apparently not communicating well enough to CEOs and to that C-level crowd. And um, I have to be more polished. And what he was kind of saying between the lines was that the feedback he'd been getting was that he needed to be more boarding school, debating society type communicator. 
he was working with loads of people that had gone to Oxbridge, you know, Oxbridge, Cambridge University type guys. And yes, I'm saying guys because it was very male dominated. And Silver, although he was completely fluent in English, had not grown up in England. He'd grown up in another country with quite a different, more warm-blooded culture. And Silver had a... um, a British dad, so he'd always spoken English, but of course with a different rhythm, with a different mannerism where politeness looks different. And part of what had made him really successful was the charm and the street smart and the energy he had about him because in the culture and the way he'd grown up and because of who he was, he was very charming. But he was very far from being boarding school, Oxbridge, debating society type speaker. And so he said, can you teach me how to be more like that? He didn't use those words, but that was between the lines. And I said to him, well, I don't think it makes any sense for you to try be like them because you aren't like them. I feel like we're setting you up for something that isn't right and... Instead of you trying to be like them, let's figure out what it looks like of the silver version at partner level. What's the upgraded version of you that speaks to CEOs rather than assuming that the only way it can look successfully is the way the Oxbridge crowd does it. Now this guy went away, didn't come back to me. And so this might not have floated his boat. He might have wanted the list for how to sound like a posh British boy. And if so, I feel for him. Because there are four reasons why it's so important that when you upgrade, when you develop and grow, that you make it about the upgraded version of you, not of anyone else. But before we jump into those four reasons, I want you for a moment to think about what happens when you get that feedback. Because you'll get it, right? And I had had another client the other day who said, well, frequently in my career, I've been told I need to have more gravitas, but it's never really landed. And the reason why it hadn't landed when we explored it more was he'd sort of been told that he needed to be like some older, um, more overweight type guy who was very abrupt and very cutthroat. And it didn't suit at all the personality of my client, who is much more soft-spoken, who is small in figure, and who is all about caring for people. And so we explored what does gravitas look like in his upgraded version, because I agreed that yes, there was something about gravitas. And so this is what I want you to think about when you get feedback or when you give feedback. We usually lack description and imagination. And so this is why become more like this person or like that person. And we need to take it with a grain of salt. People is, are using that person as a metaphor or as one example because they often don't have imagination to see how else could gravitas look? How else could eloquent communication at the sea level look if it's not the boarding school Oxbridge kind of communication, right? So it is up to you to reimagine what does it look like in your upgraded version. And that's the kind of work that I often do my, with my clients. What does it look like 
when you develop and grow into the next version of you. That's part of also we'll, what we'll look at in the role model material I'm creating. So if you haven't signed up, go to nominatan.com forward slash role model. But let's jump into these four reasons why you don't want to copy those at the top and become like them, why you want to stay you. Reason number one, if you're trying to become like someone else, you will always be the imitator, not the original. Like I said earlier, there's great inspiration to collect from watching other people that you admire and look at and go, wow, they're amazing at this thing or I love the way they handle that thing. So yes, get inspired by it. But don't cripple yourself by trying to be a copy of what they are. Because who wants to be an imitation of or a copy of? We all know an original is worth much, much more. Reason number two, you will miss what it is that makes you great. What makes you great are your quirks, your blemishes, your funniness, And that's probably not a word, but that's what I mean. It's your difference. That's what makes you stand out. And so if this guy, Silver, would try to be Oxbridge, well, everything that had gotten him successful, the way he was, you know, charming people and the way he was getting close and building relationship with people in a very fast and street smart kind of way, he would completely lose that. So yes, he needed to upgrade something. But what he was in danger of was watering down and trying to erase some of what made him special, what made him successful, because it was reliant on part of what made him naturally great. And it doesn't make sense to water down some of these things that makes you naturally great and naturally to stand out. So make sure you keep those quirks that make you you. The third reason is, if you're trying to imitate or copy or become something, some kind of ideal that's outside of you and is not connected to you, then it easily ends up becoming about sort of doing it right, doing it perfectly. And when we think that there's a right way of doing it, we're spending lots of time guessing in our mind, trying to figure out what is the right way? How should I do it? And we get in our head. And when we get in our head, we're missing out on intuition. Most leaders, even the very rationally driven ones will tell you, when you ask them about big decisions they made, they'll go, well, it just felt right. Or it didn't feel right. So I said no, or I just knew we had to do that. Intuition, trusting yourself and your instincts is a key ingredient in being a successful leader in today's business climate. And so you don't want to work too hard at trying to achieve an ideal that is outside of you that you don't connect to because when you're doing that, you have to constantly guess what it's like for others rather than feel what feels true to you. It takes you away from your own leadership instincts from your own intuitive leadership answers. And fourth, if you are copying someone else and trying to become like them, well, 
then you'll always have to worry about whether you'll be found out. Because I am not really the real deal. I am not really that abrupt, abrasive kind of person when I enter the room. So I'm faking this gravitas thing. You have to find a version that's true to you. Otherwise, it's like putting on a mask and pretending all day long. And that is exhausting. It is really exhausting. And you will have that fear. They're going to go, well, you know, they're going to find out that I'm not really it. Because here's the thing, we could say this is reason number five, or we could see, say this is reason for all of it is, wouldn't it be great if you could be successful, be promoted, get elected, go to that next level of impact, not for copying someone else, but for being an upgraded, more exciting version of you. And I don't know whether you need to polish up some communication skills, or maybe it's courage, or maybe it's that elusive gravitas thing, or maybe it is managing your emotions. But wouldn't it be great if you found the upgraded version of you, right? When you install software in the computer and it doesn't match your computer, it creates all kinds of bugs. You have to install compatible software with who you are. So look at others that you admire and they can be real people or fictive people like in the movies. That's a great place to get inspired. Get inspired and then imagine what it might look like in the upgraded version of you because I think that's worthwhile working on all the time. But it's never worth working on becoming someone that you're not just to get to another level. And if you're listening to this podcast, I know that you care about coming home at the end of the day, looking yourself in the mirror and go, I feel good about who I am. I feel proud of what I did today. And I feel really good about how I did it. So what is the next version of you look like? And don't now pick 10,000 things you need to improve because that's just your self-critic going wild. Pick one thing that you could work on improving. And if you're not sure, have conversations about it. Don't develop in isolation. There are plenty of great people in your life already that you can have conversations with us about it. And as I said, you can join me and some other great people at nominatan.com forward slash role model if you want to join part of my little universe. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please do share it with your friends and colleagues. And it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review in iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, wherever it is that you're listening, as it will help other people find the podcast. If you don't want to miss another episode, do subscribe here and head over to nominatan.com and sign up for my email list too. Now take a breath. Because no matter how busy we are, there's always time to breathe. Have a great day.